Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sit through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any, anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just got to commit to it. Like that's just, that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What is up, everyone? We are back. Ryan and Tyler, episode 114. Let's go. It's been kind of a, uh, you know, little mini break sort of thing. Uh, hey, recorded, things, things have been busy. Recorded one about a week and a half or so ago and uh, didn't really post it or email it anywhere. So nobody listened yeah. to it. So we just recycled that for last week. So we're yeah. back talking about a lot of uh, a lot of things, nutrition this year as Dare I say, summer kind of starts to wind down a little bit it here does. in August. A lot of people, you know, back to school time, start getting their shit together uh, as I am attempting to do so. But I uh, will at so some we're point talk about, talk about all things nutrition today. And not only are we going to talk about them, mm. but we have a returning guest, a nutrition, dare I say, expert. All around great member of the team, making her highly anticipated return to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, Maggie Fleck. I might have to cut out some part of that just while she like continues joining in, but that's fine. We'll just keep the yeah, there it is. Maggie is in the house. Hello. Very excited to have yeah. you back. Before we dive in, because I'll probably forget, depending on when you're listening to this, depending on when it gets posted, Cheswick Smoothie Truck Night and Outdoor Workout uh, is this Wednesday, August 3rd. Smoothie Truck will be here 5.30 to 8. Workout is at 6. Also at 6 on Wednesday night will be Katanning's Nutrition Group, which we're talking about today. So Thank make you. sure you Let's hop go. in there. What's up, Maggie? What's up? Maggie sounds like she's calling in on a phone line. Um, rocking some lovely AirPods and the AirPods. Yeah, sweet. That's all right. Uh, We'll 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 fix it in post. Okay. Is that an industry term? That is. That's what they always say. (laughs) We'll fix it in post. (laughs) That's what they do in movies, man. You they they Mm -hmm. just take it terrible lighting and then like I will fix it in post and then they color grade everything. Yep. Or they change the audio or anything like that. That's pretty much what we're doing here. Yeah, basically. So we're back. We're talking nutrition. Uh, As most of you know that have been listening for a while and maybe you don't know, we have been doing monthly nutrition accountability meetings at all three locations because nutrition is the hardest part for most people. 
It's the hardest thing to stay consistent with for most people. So we started doing these as a way to, you know, help people that were struggling with it, keep people rolling that are doing well with it. Um, have those two groups of people be able to help each other by sharing what's working for them if they are crushing it or whatever it might be. So we're going to take some time today to go back through the first four, four, I've had four of these things so far. Katanix had three, their fourth one will be this Wednesday. Yeah. So, we'll, uh, so we're going to kind of cover uh, what we, what we were talking about in those, what the topics have been, try to catch you back up to speed. If you've been missing those, um, not that you really, you know, this ain't, this ain't the fast and the furious, you know, you don't have to see the first seven, watch the eighth one. You can nah. hop in there whenever, uh, but we're just going to try to get you caught back up uh, with everything that's going on. So I'll turn it over to Tyler here. Maybe you can tee up uh, our first ever nutrition group meeting, what that was about. And then uh, I'll let you guys kind of expand on that. Yeah. So our first nutrition group meeting. Tyler's in a closet, by the way. <laughs> yeah. You're watching the video. For yeah. <laughs> um, our first nutrition group meeting, um, we really wanted to kind of get back to understanding some basics of things and, and really being able to teach people um you know, the things that are truly, truly necessary to know. And the first part of that has to do with understanding, you know, a bit about the basics of the metabolism. So what we covered in the first meeting was basal metabolic rate. And if you've met with any of us at any point in time, um, you know, here at the club, you've probably heard us talk about this either with you or, you know, overhearing it when we're talking with somebody else. And, Basal metabolic rate is the minimum amount of calories required for the body to sustain vital bodily functions while at rest. And we kind of talked about the importance of BMR and why it's necessary to have it increase and what happens if it decreases and things along those lines. So that's where the first kind of meeting started and originated, because if we can figure out that you know, that at least starts the roadmap to being able to then start pinpointing the things that each individual person is needing to do to get where they want to be. So um, from that, you know, Maggie, let's go to you. And right. Ryan, will, Ryan will just jump in when he needs to. Why Why is BMR important? Why, why should people understand BMR and why should people want to, uh, in our case, increase BMR? Well, so BMR, like you said, is our basic bodily functions for life. So that's what you would burn if you were just laying down all day. That's what it would need to sustain life. So if you're increasing that, um, that means you have more muscle on you. You're burning more calories at rest because of the muscle that you have. And so, and you also get to eat more because you want to, you know, keep those bodily functions going. So um, it's really important to make sure that you're keeping up with just making sure your body can is taking in what it absolutely needs. Um, on top of the fact that if you're working out or anything, obviously you can go above and beyond and moving around, you can go above and beyond. So, yeah. So really, you know, quick, short synopsis of, you know, the, the way that Maggie explained it is, Increasing our BMR is allowing us to burn more calories naturally without effort. Ryan raised his hand. 
Yeah, let me get in on this. I didn't know it moved me around. That's pretty cool. Did I move on your screen? No, nah, it didn't move well, me. It moved me over to the top left corner. Oh, when I did that. Right, right, anyway, right. so why why this was the place to start, I think, um, with the first meeting is because the reason most people uh, fail, and we've talked about this a million times, the reason most people fail or struggle or whatever you want to call it with nutrition is because they can't stick with it for yeah. the long haul. They can't be consistent with it over a long period of time, which like we've said a million times, that is the only way to get real results and sustain those results is to be consistent with everything, working out nutrition, everything for a long period of time. So the reason most people can't do that is because when they decide to um, make a change with their nutrition or follow some type of nutrition program, or just consciously want to lose weight or eat better or whatever it might be, most people resort to eating way too few of calories Mm-hmm. and that's obviously not sustainable and just leads to binging and going the other way because you're just starving all the time. Um, so I think the reason we chose BMR as a place to start with the nutrition meetings is to get people to understand how many calories you can and should be eating to still lose weight as long as you know that stuff is made up of the right quality of foods. You can eat a lot of food and be mm-hmm. full all the time and not be starving all the time um, to lose weight and to make progress. So, uh, at least in my mind, I think that's why we started with that was because, you know, you can have all like these great recipes or you can have all these like little tricks or substitutions or like, I don't know, like I lick sugar-free popsicles when I'm hungry or something like you, you can have all these weird things, but at the end of the day, I mean, if you're not giving yourself enough fuel, you're just, you're going to go off the deep end eventually. So yeah, um, it's yeah. really, and it's always a battle uh, with people understanding that and eating more and eating enough and whatever. I mean, there's, there's still going to be chiropractors with 500 calorie programs that they're selling you and still going to be your neighbor selling you weird shakes and stuff on, on Facebook, which you should never buy. Um, but it's just the way, it's just the way it is. Like you're, you're, there's always yeah. going to be all these super yeah. weird low calorie cause it can produce a result really quickly. And you can say, Oh my God, you lost 12 pounds in the first week or whatever. So, yeah. um, starting with BMR to get people to fully understand, like if you eat more you can still lose weight, but since you're eating more, you're not going to be starving all the time. And it's going to be much easier for you to keep up with that week after week, month after month to actually, get the 50 or hundred pounds off and, and keep it off or whatever it might be. Yeah. Sustainability is still the course of action for what we're trying to go for. Uh, but yeah, that, that's literally the whole point of why we started with BMR was to get people back to that understanding and also um, to, you know, kind of also explain uh, the differences between the processes of losing weight. You know, we've talked about it before the people who just cut calories and do a shit ton of cardio to the people who properly look at the nutrition and then the strength train and everything like that. And the differences that people have, you know, so that was where that meeting kind of was. We just, uh, I know in my group uh, down in Cheswick, I kind of talked a little bit about like when we do nothing but cardio and cut calories, eventually we're just paring down our metabolism. So our BMR is going to become lower. That's not actually a good thing. That means we burn less calories. Meaning when we do go off on the deep end, it's even worse, <laughs> like, yeah. which is not a good thing, you know? And whereas if we strength train and we build muscle, when we put on that more lean, uh, muscle mass to be able to naturally burn more calories, when we do have some hiccups in, in our nutrition and so forth, 
it's not that bad. It's not the end of the world. It's, you know, a little bit of a, a weight in, in, you know, fluctuation for a couple of days or something like that. And then, you know, you're kind of back to normal. So there's a lot that we did kind of cover, um, but more things that, you know, we can talk about in a future episode, a lot of things that we've talked about in prior episodes. Um, but that was kind of where the first meeting was understanding BMR, the importance of it, why we want to have it, why we want to focus on increasing it, having good lean muscle mass and the best way to go about doing that. Yeah. Meeting number two, all right, which kind of pairs in. So all of our meetings uh, month to month do kind of have a connection to the prior one. Meeting number two, we talked about protein intake uh, and the importance of protein intake. So Maggie, have at it. Well, I was going to say really quick with the last one Go as well, ahead. doing like before we get into macros, like the biggest thing is just portions. So if you don't know how much you're supposed to be eating, going into these like next meetings with, you know, proteins and, you know, how much protein you should be having, like carbs and stuff like that. You won't know that if you're not eating enough. So yeah. once you get that baseline, like if people come up to me and ask me like how much protein they should be eating, like, you know, or carbs you know, having too many carbs, is that a bad thing? Like, well, are you eating enough is always the first question. Like how much are you eating now? Because you yeah. can't like put the cart before the horse, horse, so to say, and like go into super detail if you aren't eating enough for your body. So, you know, protein is important because that's like, that is the base for a lot of the functions in your body for enzymes, hormones, for your muscle recovery, um, for building muscle. So you want to make sure that you're eating enough for the activity you're doing, how much muscle you have on you. And people, I think in this society and like the foods that we consume and the foods that we see are all like carb and fat based. So like fried food, mm -hmm. um, like chips, like a lot of snacks are just carbs, salt, like all that. So protein is always the like last focus sometimes because people are just constantly putting carbs and fats into their body. So people mm -hmm. typically aren't getting the protein that they need. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's where, you know, that second meeting was the, the, the emphasis on that was the protein because the thing that, you know, I've always gotten when I talk to people about protein is this response of when I tell them, you know, Hey, we want to be shooting for, you know, 0.6 grams to one gram per pound of lean body mass or per pound of body weight, depending on where you're at, um, you know, they kind of look at me a little confused. And then when I do the math for them on that, they just look at me with this like wide open yeah. eyes, you know, shocked face of like, how am I supposed to consume that much? And it's like, well, yeah. when you consume more protein, you tend to balance out your carbs and your fats a lot easier and a lot better, you know? So now you're eating a much more balanced, yeah. you know, nutritional, you know, regimen at that point, and you're typically going to feel better, but yeah. so protein intake, you know, we wanted to talk about that because it is highly important. It's one of the easiest ways to, uh, create saturation in the body, uh, make it so you're not as hungry. Uh, anybody who's eaten 2000 calories worth of meat, I'd love for you to talk to us <laughs> about that because I'm sure you probably did not want to eat anymore, yeah. um, by any means. Uh, but 2000 calories worth of carbs is very, very, very simple. Um, yeah. just ask Ryan on any given <laughs> weekend. I wasn't listening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but 
protein intake has so many purposes. Uh, like Maggie said, it's helping to balance out the hormones. It's helping to regulate the body. It's helping, you know, our muscle recovery, the building of the muscle, all sorts of these different functions. And when we don't consume enough of it, that's when we typically have issues with recovery, uh, dealing with more soreness than normal. Um, it can affect our sleep in certain concepts and in certain ways. Um, feeling hungry often mm -hmm. yeah. and all the time and, and going into these issues of like binge eating in the evenings and all sorts of stuff like that. Like it, it just plays a, a big role, not putting on enough weight or dealing, you know, trying and trying and trying and not putting any muscle on over time. Like it can be a fact that you're just not eating enough protein. So there were a lot of means at, at which we were kind of talking about that. And then in that meeting, we also talked about some of the kind of different ways to go about getting extra protein into, um, you know, people's daily, daily lives and into their meals and so forth, like some tips and tricks on how to consume a little bit more. Ryan raised his hand. So we'll yeah, before <laughs> before we hop into that, I just want to point out, I don't know if you guys mentioned this whenever I zoned out, but um, some of the biggest benefits of eating more protein, you know, obviously once your total calories are where they need to be, um, is protein requires more calories to digest. Uh, so it's more thermogenic than carbs or, or fats. So you're burning more calories to break it down. And also excess protein is not going to get stored as body fat um, as easily as uh, carbs and fats do. Uh, which is going to be important. So you guys yeah. both laughed. So I'm guessing you said that. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Neither no. of us said it. I just well, thought well, it. I just smiling in agreement. Palms. Yeah, it, I just love the way you deliver things. Mm -hmm. What? The way you just like deliver yeah. facts and whatnot. It's great. It's what it is, bro. It's great. I love it. I love <laughs> it. What it is. All right. So anyway, yeah. yeah so like that's why protein is so helpful. You know, like yeah, and, that, and that's like. So we've had some people, you know when they struggle with like hunger or whatever, like that's always, you know, mm -hmm. if you're, if you're supposed to eat 1500 calories to be in a deficit or whatever, and like you're starving, you know, having a couple extra, having an extra protein shake or something's not gonna, not gonna kill you. I mean, it's, it's gonna maybe fill you up, but it's not gonna get stored as, as fat and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, the more of that you can take in, um, you know, the better, better off you're going to be, uh, which I believe you wanted to talk about ways to get more in, right? Yeah. Just real quickly. I mean, I know you and I have talked about it before, um, some different things, but like we can, we can kind of just rattle off a few real fast of different means of being able to get protein in throughout the day. You know, on, if you're looking at your average meals, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, most people are going to get anywhere from probably 20 to 30 grams per meal, uh, give or take. Um, so that only gives us anywhere from 60 to, 90 grams and most people need to be consuming more than that, you know, in terms of health and fitness related things, um, which actually we'll touch that quick. Um, uh, some American health association, I don't know which one, um, classifies the minimum amount of protein required to stay out of a deficit is 0.36 grams per pound of body weight. And that is super, super, super low. If we want to build metabolism, build the body up so we can naturally burn calories um, more efficiently and, and just be functioning way, way, way better, we have to eat more pro protein than that, which is why the recommendation for health and fitness is anywhere from like 0.6 upwards of one gram, if not a little bit more, depending upon your goals. So um, yeah, 
average meals for a day, people are getting anywhere from like 60 to 90 grams, you know, from breakfast, lunch, dinner. So how do we get some extras in there uh, throughout the day to increase protein intake? Maggie, shoot, go. Um, well, if you're having pre-made meals, if you're feeling hungry because you're not eating enough protein, definitely snack. Like have some uh, Greek yogurt is really good, protein bars. Um, obviously, you want to shoot for higher protein. And I know a lot of people are worried about the carbs and protein bars as well. Um, however, you want to go about that. Um, I, it's hard to like recommend yeah. protein bars in that like instance, but yeah, people are people are very very yeah. picky, and when they're when they're tied to something, they want to continue doing it. So yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, yeah. protein bars, yeah. protein shakes, Greek yogurt, cottage mm-hmm. cheese. Um, you know, great options to kind of go mm-hmm. in. You can even beef do jerk. a little beef, beef jerky. Jerk. Yep, always a great one. Um, you can either do things that even add to the normal meals. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we got ten minutes left. Mm-hmm. Um. You can do stuff that adds to the normal meals as well, such as adding in um, bits of like uh, black beans and things along those lines that give you a little boost of protein as well. Um, Yes, it will give you a little bit of carbs, but it's not the end of the world. That's actually good carbs because it's going to be good fiber and whatnot for you. Um, But it also gives you a little bit extra protein. So you're taking that meal that was originally 20, 21 grams of protein, and now it's 31 grams of protein. So like, Ooh, look at that. Like that's a little boost and that stuff adds up day after day after day. So protein intake, it's important. Get it in. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe also like what not to do to get more protein or, or peanut butter. just Don't something peanut to consider butter. is, yeah. So like what, what the actual amounts of protein you're looking for are, yeah. you know, like a lot of times, and, and we've talked about this every, every single label of everything says protein on it. Now, if it has like more than one gram in it, yeah like creamers and like whatever it's like mm-hmm. oh it's protein um so i mean we don't we don't need stuff that has like six grams of protein in it you know like that's not really gonna help and usually it's gonna mean you're bringing fat and carbs and whatever if it's like yeah. these these snack type things that just say protein on them so protein shakes are gonna be pretty hard to beat because you can pretty much do the math on whatever grams of protein you have left for the day and just adjust the serving size to be able to pretty much nail that with maybe a gram of fat and a gram or two of carbs along with it, especially if you're mixing it with water. I mean, that's like, you can just do some, do some simple numbers on that to hit exactly what you need. So protein shakes are going to be hard to beat. I mean, two scoops of that, you're getting 40 40 something with very little carbs and fat. So to balance out your day, um, Tough, tough to beat that, but let's dive into to three since we're racing the clock here. Racing the clock three, we talked about food quality uh, and so forth. It was kind of the next step in things. We talked PMR, we talked protein intake, but one thing we also need to keep in mind is just the quality of the food that we take in. Um, you know, what type of leanness of meats are we consuming? Um, what type, you know, how are we getting our, our produce and our vegetables and our fruit and things like that? Is it canned? Is it you know, frozen? Is it fresh? All these different things. Um, and with that, you know, we, we kind of covered uh, really the main thing that matters in this case, which is um, looking at how anyone can really eat healthy. It just comes down to kind of balancing out 
um, how you buy your food and the quality at which you buy your food. And then we also talked some tips and things on if you do have to buy some lower cut meats or things like that, how you can make that be better for you and healthier for you as opposed to other things. So Maggie, go. We got seven minutes. Okay. The biggest thing we talked about was just being like on a budget, like you said, so you can switch out, you know, vegetables and fruits are probably the easiest ones because you can buy frozen, you can buy canned. Um, Canned, obviously there's things to look for like sodium, um, extra sugar content if you're buying kind of like canned fruits or like packaged fruits, but, um, you know, getting frozen ones, they're picked at the peak of freshness, they freeze them. So, you know, super easy to reheat in the microwave or thaw out, add to a smoothie, um, et cetera. So vegetables and fruits are probably the easier swaps. And then um, I think one of the big ones as well we talked about was like, um, you know, swapping out uh, chicken and meat, like you said. So mm-hmm. obviously chicken breast is going to be the leanest. Then you have like chicken thighs and everything. So you kind of adjust just being conscious of how much fat you're taking in uh, just based on the budget and what you can afford. So you know, we talk about making sure you're getting the right amount of protein in. So as long as you're getting like tracking that protein, being aware of what's a higher fat, just don't add extra fats on top of it. You know, like you maybe normally would to flavor up anything else. So, you know, simple swaps, but definitely just things to pay attention to. So like fat content, sodium with the canned vegetables and stuff like that. So, yeah. Yeah. We kind of went into that in the sense of, you know, I, I broke down on the PowerPoints there, um, you know, three different tier levels of, of like a grocery list almost um, each one being a little bit different based off of uh, the different leanness of meats, a different, you know, um, quality of, of veggies and the fruit and so forth, but then also being able to go through and, and kind of intermix those in a way, mm-hmm. um, you know, so if you know that like, Hey, like I have this much money for groceries, you know, chicken thighs are cheaper than chicken breasts. So I'm going to get those. And what I'm going to do is just not add butter to my vegetables at night or something like that. Or I'm not going to eat half an avocado every single day of the week or something along those lines is being able to just consciously look at those things and go, Oh, okay. I just won't do that. Um, But then still getting the necessities at which that we need. Um, So that was the big thing with the third meeting touching in on just quality of food, how we get it, you know, how we can kind of balance all that around, you know, you don't have to go shop at whole foods and spend a thousand dollars, you know, to, to eat healthy, you can do it on a budget Mm -hmm. and so forth. Ryan's got his hand up because he's going to talk about rotisserie chicken. No, so I'm not. So quality of food is going to be really important um, for a couple of reasons as well, because it, can tend to uh, help with a lot of digestive issues uh, that's um, that maybe lower quality foods have. And I would probably argue that digestive issues uh, are a bigger or supersede like amount of calories for like actually being successful and yeah. making progress. Yeah. Um, you can eat the right amount of calories, but if your body can't properly digest it and use it and it's giving you a bunch of issues and it's not going to matter. Yeah. Um, so food quality helps with that. And then food quality also helps with like, being more full. Um, cause if you're eating higher quality foods, generally you can eat larger amounts of them mm-hmm. to hit your calories and it's going to keep you more full as opposed to like, if you have to eat 1500 calories a day and you're eating like pop tarts and shit, like you're going to get to you those get calories very fast. quickly. Yeah, yeah. And it's going to be a lot of sugar and carbs. It's going to 
spike blood sugar, drop it, make you really hungry really quickly. And it's going to be hard to, hard to not overeat that way. So food quality, uh, helps with both of those things that are probably two of the most important things with being, um, successful in the long run. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. And then you got something else there, Maggie. Or no? no, I was just agreeing. I agree. oh, gotcha. All right. So last meeting, the fourth one, uh, Cheswick and Leechburg have already had theirs. Like we said at the beginning of this, uh, Katanning is going to be having theirs this Wednesday. Um, so we won't kind of dive too, too much into it. Just kind of talk about what the topic is. Um, so we've hit BMR. We talked about protein intake. Then we talked about food quality. Uh, the next thing that is on the list or that's been done is talking about food preparation and how we go about preparing our foods and so forth and how important that is in helping us sustain a good nutrition regimen and so forth like that. Um, so there's going to be a lot of really good information there um, in that meeting for people up at Katanning, um, you know, synopsis from Cheswick and Leechburg. You can get a lot of variety just from changing up how you cook your, your standard foods. So you can buy the same shit every single week and just cook it differently. And you're going to have all sorts of different, you know, ways of eating it and so forth like that. Um, so if you guys missed out on those, um, at either Cheswick or Leechburg, uh, just talk to, uh, myself or Andrew or Melissa or Alyssa, um, any of us, um, or even Charlie, um, any of us that have that, uh, PowerPoint and whatnot, and we can kind of, uh, get some information that dish back over to you. And, and maybe at some point we can do something like this again and kind of mm -hmm. synopsis everything up. But, uh, other than that, that was the, the last four nutrition meetings, uh, yep. last four months. Uh, we already have all the way up through November, I think, I think so. like decided yeah. on in terms of topics and we're already mm -hmm. prepping a prepping away for the next couple in terms of planning. So, uh, we're putting the work in for this, uh, to try to help you guys out the best we can. So, um, yeah, yeah. make sure you make sure you hop in there, take advantage. Um, it's free. It's included in your membership. So we're trying to provide as many tools as possible to help people stay consistent, stay on track to reach their goals. Uh, we just gotta, you know, make sure you show up and take advantage of it. So make sure you come out to these, There's a lot of helpful information, uh, we try to get some conversation going with people to share what's working for them and bounce ideas back and forth. In addition to the info we're bringing to the table. Um, so make sure you hop in there, make sure you hop back, listen to some previous podcasts. If you've been missing out, appreciate you tuning in this week. Episode 114. We'll see you next week. Timeline. See, see ya. ya. Thanks for joining Maggie. See ya. No problem. Thanks for having me. See ya.